Hello, Cairo and Viral listeners. Let's get right down to it. Today, I had a band practice with my potential new band. Things, they went pretty well. Um, but before I get into that, I got to talk about the worst customer service experience I've ever had in my life. After band practice, I wanted to go and like talk to the keyboardist. And I'm like, yeah, dude, let's go grab a pop or whatever, right? And uh, so we were like looking around because this place we practiced called Studio 69 is in kind of like a strip mall. And they had a place called, I think it was Oliver's or something like that. Oliver's Lounge or something close to it. So I was like, all right. I, uh, he's like, let me put some stuff in my car. So I was like, cool. I ran into the uh, Oliver's Lounge and it was like a black, dark, whatever. It was dark in there. And uh, as I'm getting going there, I hear the bartender saying to this woman, Wow, well, I don't know what they're talking about. I don't want to make a big deal of it. I'm just saying, blah, blah, blah. I was like, all right, well, whatever. They had their own little beef. Then uh, said, as I always do when I go to a bar, since I don't drink because I don't like the taste of beer and alcohol, I said, do you guys have a Coke or Pepsi products? And the woman was a scraggly little petite somebody... Well, <laughs> she just, she was looking like she was road hard and put up wet type lady, right? Um, probably around, I'm guessing 55, but a hard 55 years old. And uh, I was like, yeah, so she's like, well, we don't have, I'm trying to remember the way she said it. Well, we don't have, we have Diet Coke, but it's all warm. There's a convenience store next door. And I was like, no, I said, I'm just want to come here and uh Talked to my keyboardist a little bit. I was like, what about, do you have it in a can? She's like, I can get it in a gun. That's about it. But there's a convenience store next door. She said it again. I was like, she's like, I can't, what'd she say? I can't put, I can't give you, either she couldn't give it to me out of a gun or she, I don't know what her problem was. I don't know what was going on. I was like, She's like, well, it's just going to be warm cans. So, in other words, like, it's a big freaking problem. Um, I was like, well, I said, what if I, can I just get, like, a, a can of Diet Coke, and then I'll just, can you give me, like, a glass of ice? I just told you I can't give you a glass of ice. What don't you get about that? And I was like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? And I, at that point, I was, like, I kind of flabbergasted. So I just left, and part of me was thinking, tell this bitch to fuck right off. But yeah, things like this happen to me, I swear to God. Like, you go to a bar, and you're just trying to be very inconspicuous and not be seen and end up knocking over somebody's beer or, you know what I mean? I just want to blend into the background, and I'm just really just... I know people think I'm like, he's got to be the center of attention, but, you know, there's a time and place. Like, if I'm on stage, I want to do that. But otherwise, I just, I don't want problems, man. That's so, I just left. Instead of, like, going off on her, I just left because, you know, and I'm glad I didn't go off on her because I just got to meet these people at Studio 69, which is a great rehearsal studio. 
Um, 20 bucks an hour, man. They have a full PA, full back line. Guitarists just have to bring their, can bring their head if they want, but you can really walk in and they had drums. I put my cymbals on, um, and that was it. And I was ready to go. A nice DW kit, which is a professional kit. 20 bucks an hour for all that. And I was like, this is great. So I didn't want to, I don't know who's, who knows who and who's friends with who. So I didn't want to go off and be like, what the fuck is your problem? You skanky fucking whore bitch cunt so i'm sorry there's but when i get worked up like that i will go off on a motherfucker and probably should have warned you that this is i'll I'll put that in the description so i'm still stuff like that kind of even kind of phase it kind of gets to me even though i like make sure i'm what i call fortified by listening to like i listen to a lot of positive motivational stuff um, especially if I'm going to go do an, a new venture where I meet new people. And today I was jamming with new people and, you know, I'm confident in my plane and everything, but, um, you still want to, you don't know, you're in a new city. Maybe what was good in other places isn't good here. You know what I mean? So I just, I don't want to come across the wrong way and I wanted to play well. And so, yeah, the, uh, the audition. Now here's the thing about band auditions. Um, the first time everyone's jamming, I, I knew what today was going to be. It was going to be our worst jam, meaning we're just going to go through some standards. Um, the first song we played was my own worst enemy, which is cool. You know, the basis we were trying out, uh, saying it, oh my God, I can't believe I'm skipping the lead on this one. So I can say this because none of the guys in the band that I'm jamming with know that I even have a podcast, so I, I don't have to worry about censoring myself too much. Um, the singer we were going to use, this this is going to be <laughs> classic. Singer comes in, says hi to everyone. I was like, hey, you guys, this is, uh, fuck, I'll say it. His name is Jeff. And uh, I run out to my truck, come back, and uh, I think I went and got a cowbell or something. Come back, and I see that Jeff is gone. I kind of check my phone and I'll read you the text. I will read you the text. So I get it exactly right. Do, do, do. He says, uh, Hey Clint, I'm actually going to cut out now. Just let the guys know an emergency came up. I like your vibe, but the rest of the guys look like they should be playing retirement homes. <laughs> and I texted him. Gotcha, man. LOL. I respect that. So, I, I do respect that. And I, I, that's the first time that has ever happened where a dude just cut and ran. I re, I really do appreciate that as opposed to dragging it out forever and ever. You know what I mean? Um, so, and here's, here's the, the thing where, so we're jamming the keyboardist. Larry is, I feel like I've met somebody who is my compadre he and I are so much alike and so on the same page and you know I felt comfortable telling him I didn't want to tell everyone else what uh this singer said but I need someone that I can keep it real with and Larry is a mature dude and I I really like his vibe um so we uh we talked about things afterwards the thing is, so we're jamming, and I, so there goes my singer, and now I'm like, okay, we're still going to jam, because I want to see if these dudes can play, and how their attitude is, and uh, like I said, the first song we played was My Own Worst Enemy, the bassist we're trying out, sang it, and uh, we guys did a great job on it, you know, it's like, 
sounded sounded fine. Um, it's not like we're playing Rush or Dream Theater here either, so it's not. <laughs> I expect them to be able to play this this stuff. Uh, so we jammed. We had the, the studio for two hours, and the best part was, like I said, being able to play again. Um, it's just only been what three weeks since I've played a show, so it's not like it's forever. But it feels nice. I'm playing with new people and doing a whole new thing. Um, I showed them a little bit of like what my vibe is. I said, okay, this song ends now. I was like, give me a bass line. And I showed them, like, this is what happens at and at a show. And I I started realizing, like, I this sounds... I, I feel like I'm filling a void as far as taking the lead. Um, if somebody else can step up and... and do the kind of stuff I expect a front person to do, then I, then I will back off. But that wasn't happening. Of course, it's the first time, you know, but I still wanted from the get-go to, I want to throw this at them to say, this is what I do on stage. This is what's expected. And, you know, see how they felt with it. They thought it was cool. And that's, that's good. Um, so today was a good jam. I'm going to try to wrap this up here. It was a good jam in the sense that I got to meet the guys. We got to play. I can see they can play. They liked my playing. That was all good. The worst part was the uh, the guy who owns the studio, which is a cool, very cool guy. But he he sat there and he was kind of watching to making sure our sound. We had a bit of an audience with him, and then a couple other dudes came in because they were checking the place out. And I've never jammed. I've, this is the first time I've met these guys, much less played with them. So it's it's the very first time of ever. I'm like I told the dude, I was like, listen, don't judge us. Our singer bailed on us, and I've never met these. So. Jamming like that, feeling very exposed in front of other musicians, especially, and not just other people, but other players, you're like, fuck. So you really have to uh, go on your... That's where I talk about being fortified is very helpful, like listening to the positive motivational stuff, keeping yourself in the right mindset. Um, it was good. It was a, a good day. And, yeah. Like I said, the... <laughs> That, uh, having to play in front of an audience when you're just starting out with a baby stepping with new players and that evil bitch-ass woman next door, like, oh my god, I'm still tripping on that. But, uh, I liked the way I handled it. I just walked out. I didn't go off. So easy. It'd be so easy to go off. When You know what sucks about taking the high road is typically you have so much ammunition that it's like... I always joke that I want to take the high road just so I can push them off of it. That's not in my nature. My nature is totally to be the sarcastic smartass. But I was a good adult. And that chick has, like, seriously, personality disorder. Not even kidding. So, anyway, I will talk to you guys later. Thanks for listening. I'll give you more updates as they come. So far, Florida still rocks. Woo!